This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome, everyone. You're listening to episode five of Bookmarked, a young adult book podcast brought to you by bookstacked.com, formerly seventhpage.com, and we'll talk a little bit about that uh, soon. But my name is Saul, and I'm joined today with by Addie, Michael, and Rebecca. Say hi, guys. Hi. Guys. <laughs> hi. So Rebecca is new to the podcast, and she has not had a chance to introduce herself. So before we get to everything else, figured we'd give Rebecca a moment to just kind of talk about herself. So Rebecca, why don't you let everybody know who you are, where you're from, and what you do at Bookstacked. Okay, I'm Rebecca. I'm from Mexico. I write news for uh, The Hunger Games, Divergent mostly, Maze Runner, and everything that I see on Twitter. Yeah, like reading a lot. I'm older than most of you guys. I'm in my 30s, but I don't feel that old. And I love reading. I love reading young adults. So I'm happy to be here. I'm a little bit nervous since English is not my first language. So sorry about the accent. <laughs> it's all good. No, you're doing, you do a great job. <laughs> and okay. you have to say that, Rebecca, I think of everybody who's currently on the team, she's the oldest. Um, or like not not like an age. I mean, like she's been around the longest out of all of us. Oh, okay, <laughs> that too. Yeah, you're right. I know she originally came on um to help with Faction Hub and the Divergent News, like she talked yeah. about, and she was more than willing to sign on when we launched Seventh Page. So it's been good to have Rebecca. She's awesome, and it's awesome to Thank finally you. talk to you. Yeah, you too. Cool. So let's go ahead and talk a little bit about uh, Bookstacked and what that's all about. Um, so it's been like a year and a half since we launched seventhpage.com, and it's been a good name, but I felt like it was time to sort of change it, um, mostly because or Seventh Page seems kind of ambiguous. Um, it could kind of mean anything, and we really wanted to go with something that sort of said what we, who we were and what we do. Um, so I felt like Bookstacked sort of accomplished that a little bit better. Um, I'm definitely sad to say goodbye to 7th Page. <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody else yeah. kind of was too, should express <laughs> a little bit of sadness. Um, but I just felt like it's the right choice um, moving on and forward into the future. Um, I'm not sure what we're going to do with that name. If we're, I'll, I'm going to hold on to the domain for a little while. So if you keep going to seventhpage.com, you will refer you to bookstacked.com. But um, right now, I don't really have any plans for that name. Maybe someday in the future, we'll launch some other service or feature on the site with that name. I'm not sure. Um, but that's where we are right now. So any parting words for seventhpage.com? Well... Uh, seven page feels like home, you know. Sorry, Michael, I interrupted you. Um, was uh, 
it's hard to to change names, you know, like to change uh, to go to you're used to to go to seven page and now you're gonna go to Bookstack. But as Saul just said, it's a good change. Change is always good. You just have to get used to it. So for me, it's something good. It's refreshing. It's, you just have to get used to it. I was just going to make a joke about being really emotional about it. And <laughs> Rebecca said that really profound thing. So I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all good. No, yeah. Now would probably be a good time, too, to tell you guys that we're also renaming the other network sites. It's going to be Faction Hubbed and uh, okay. Shadow Huntered. No, not really. That just sounds awful. <laughs> I thought maybe we could go with... <laughs> we could maybe go with this theme with the uh, ending ED. all the words with the ED, bookmarked, yeah. bookstacked. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're not going to do that. Um, so, yeah, that's basically all there is there. Um the website's now access, accessible through bookstacked.com. And like I said, you can still go to seventhpage.com. Um, our Twitter handle is also bookstacked as well. So, yeah, that's all there is to that. Other than that, we're really excited to be here today because it's been a while since we last recorded. I think the last time we recorded was before summer. I know everybody got really busy with finals and stuff. Um, and there's been a lot of news. We're not going to cover and go over everything that has happened since we last talked, but we are going to talk about three main things today. Um, the first one is going to be Ghost of the Watchmen, because that came out, and that's kind of a big deal. Um, the second, we're going to talk about the Maze Runner movie, Scorch Trials, which is coming out. And then finally, we're going to talk about Mockingjay, which I think everyone is super, super, super excited for. Yeah, let's go ahead and start with Ghost of the Watchmen. Um, it's supposedly, it's being called the biggest literary event since Harry Potter. Um, and I know that's in large part due to the amount of sales that it received. It sold like crazy and we haven't seen anything like that since Harry Potter. I think there were even like midnight, uh, releases for the book. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's pretty insane. And Uh, yeah, I I know they had a midnight release party in London at Waterstones. At Waterstones, they had a party in London. Yeah. The big one. Yeah, so <laughs> I didn't see any parties here, like where I'm at, but I know that they existed because I saw them online, and it was just like a big deal. I think the last book that really had a midnight release was like Twilight. Am I wrong? Probably. Probably. No. How long was it? I think before that it was Harry Potter, or like everybody waited every couple of years for the midnight releases of Harry Potter, and then Twilight came along, and then yeah. after that. <laughs> Nobody wanted to follow in Twilight's path. <laughs> well, I do I remember know. that there was a Dan Brown book that they had released at midnight. Oh, yeah, the Da Vinci Code or something like that? Well, it was like the sequel. It was um, The Lost Symbol or something. Yeah. And yeah. I don't think anybody went to those. No. <laughs> and I, think I don't remember. They might have had one for Aragon as well, um, the last Aragon book, but I'm not sure. I wasn't in the country during that time. So... <laughs> Yeah, so this was a big deal because they had those midnight releases. I don't know what the turnout was like, but still, it, it's sitting at number one right now on all the bestseller lists. So um, the big controversy surrounding that was whether or not it should have been published. The story kind of goes that the uh, lawyer found the manuscript, and it was still in its first draft, and it was just never meant to be published. There were rumors that she apparently didn't want it published a long time ago, but... Um, 
they still published it. So I know a lot of there were a lot of mixed reviews. A lot of people liked it. A lot of people didn't like it. Um, out of all of us, Michael is the only one who has actually read it. So Michael, what did you think about this book? It was very surreal reading it. I think. And then a lot of the essay I talked about how it's the only book that Harper Lee's ever written and all that kind of thing. And then to start reading it and think that now everything's different and she's released another one. That was the, the big monumental thing. But in terms of the actual book, I actually, I did, I did enjoy the book. I thought it was quite a good story. It's, I enjoyed reading it. It wasn't as like, profound. I know like one of the big criticisms about this book revolved around the character Atticus Finch. Um, Everyone sort of has this, I think, really idealized view of him from Mockingbird. And that was kind of torn down in Ghost of the Watchmen. What did you think about that? It was shocking, definitely shocking. I had heard the rumors in the last couple of days before I read it, and I thought it can't possibly be as bad as making it out to be. But then when I read it, and read some of what the character says, it definitely it changes the way I think that people will look at Atticus in first book. Do you think it's going to change the way like schools and teachers are going to approach it? I hope not. I hope that people, I, I wrote that in my review, I'm saying I hope that people can separate the two books and not read them, but because it is definitely, reads like it's an unfinished manuscript. Well, I know that you put a review up, I think you gave it a 9 out of 10, is that right? I, I was confused about the reviewing system, but yeah, it's probably right. I liked it. I don't know. Okay. It was Michael's the first time writing a review on, on the site, so yeah. No, but that just went on. That was just published a couple hours ago, I think. So yeah, everybody yeah. should go on Bookstacked.com and check it out. It should be on the front page right now. It's a pretty good review, and yeah. I don't know if anybody else has anything to say on that, because I never even read Mockingbird in high school. I remember reading To Kill a Mockingbird in high school, and it was, I just for me personally, that book was torture. I did not, I understood the story of it all, but it was just such a dull book for me. Like, I was not a cup of tea. And then, I, I mean, I remember the book clearly. So we were made to write a journal about every chapter, and... When I started hearing, I was like, should I read it? I'm like, nah, I don't feel like reading it. But then I started hearing the rumors about, you know, that twist that they, um, with Atticus. I was like, well, maybe. So right now I'm like maybe on the fence about reading it. <laughs> maybe if I'm like super, super, super bored, I might actually read it. It's not a long book, so it only took me about four or five hours to read the whole thing. So that's that's another good thing about it. Yes. I've read a lot of reviews about it. Uh, the only good review, or the only one given uh, positive feedback, it's Michael's. All the reviews I've read <laughs> are like bad reviews. They're saying that it shouldn't be, it shouldn't have been like published, and it had to be left where they, where it was. And that I don't know, I don't know why. I, I'm not gonna read it. Um, I, I didn't like that one either in high school, but. That's the only the, the only review the positive review it's Michael's. All of them are bad reviews. I don't know why. <laughs> I I read I Times and I also wrote a bit of an article on the history sort of leading up to the publication of this book. Mm-hmm. And I linked to the Time article in this one. But um whoever was writing that article for Time magazine, 
they sort of had a positive, hopeful outlook on it toward the end. They did oh. address Atticus Finch, and they were really disappointed in all of that, kind of like everybody else was disappointed yeah. in it. But at, in the end, they kind of said that, you know, her name is Jean Louise um, Scout. I don't think she's called that in the second book, though, anymore. But um, No, she's, well, she's mostly referred to as Jean Louise, but when it, there is, like, flashbacks sort of in it. Oh, okay. And when it goes into the flashbacks, they, they call her both Scout and Jean Louise. Okay. But from what I understand, a lot of the book was kind of Jean Louise coming to terms with her father. Um, yeah. And what this, what the person who wrote the article said essentially was, it was, it was kind of poetic in a way, because, you know, she's trying to come to terms with her father, but the readers also have to take that same journey. Um, and I thought that yeah. was an interesting outlook yeah. on that. Definitely a historical event in the literary world. Yeah. Um, I think it'll be talked about for a long time, especially with a bird like Mocking or a bird, a book like Mockingbird, which is so uh, so studied in schools yeah. and stuff. I think yeah. uh, this is definitely gonna at least add a little bit to the conversation. So. Yeah. Yeah. The book is not out in Mexico yet, so I'll let you guys know how it goes when it is. Yeah, it'll be interesting to hear about that. I think it. I think it only came out in America in the UK. Yeah. Mhm. Not here. They have to do it. I don't know about Australia, actually. There was actually a funny story about the UK pre-orders. Uh, Amazon sent out an email. I think it was the day before it came out, saying, uh, "Just so you're aware, I think something like twenty-five thousand copies that were printed had an error in them." So six pages towards the end of the book are missing the last two lines of text. <laughs> and my, co- my copy just so happened to be one of those. Oh, no. So one of these really rare copies of it now. But Amazon are going to send out a free copy to every <laughs> single person who pre just in case. <laughs> <laughs> That's too bad. Well, maybe it'll become like one of those awesome collector items. And yeah, probably, yeah. Uh-huh. It's a matter if I'm ever going bankrupt, it could probably make me a lot more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I said. I have an advanced copy of the third Harry Potter book that I found one day in a library. Okay. And I just bought it off of them. And so I'm oh, for like 20 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> and they like sell for like 400 or something. So I figure if yeah. I have trouble paying my rent someday, I can just sell that. So. <laughs> awesome. So let's move on. Um, this next story... Not really a story. There's a lot going on um, with these topics. But the next thing we want to talk about is the Maze Runner um, Scorch Trials, the second Maze Runner movie. The big thing about this, there I guess there are two big things about this. The first is that the new trailer is out, um, which I was really excited to see because I really enjoyed these books. Uh, Rebecca, I know you also really, really enjoy these books. And yeah. you write on the website about the Maze Runner. What did you think about the trailer and what you've seen so far? I actually liked it. I, I loved it. But the only thing is that the first movie, for me at least, it was really different that from the book. So for the second one, I don't know what to expect, you know. I'm not sure what they're going to do or what direction are they going because, I don't know. <laughs> the, 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 the trailer was awesome. The special effects and all that, that was great. But I don't know what they're going to do with the story. Did you like the first movie? I liked it, but it's too different. Well, at least for me, 
it's too different like from the book it has the essence of the book but the story I think it's too different so that's why uh, I'm gonna watch it like the second one scores trials obviously but I don't know what they're gonna do right what did I know we've talked about this before did I don't remember though Addie and Michael did you guys read or see these books oh I haven't seen them but it's <laughs> I haven't seen the movies, nor have I, have I read the books. But they're both on my summer to-do list. Okay. What <laughs> yeah, about you, Michael? I've read, I've read the Maze Runner. I've read the first one, and I've seen the movie, but I haven't read the rest of the books. Kind of been on the fence okay. about them. If I should, if I should, or if I shouldn't. I think they're worth it. It's been a while since I actually read Scorch Trials and then Death Cure, which is the third one. Um, I remember liking them. Uh, but I also felt like they got worse as they yeah. went along. And I, about two months ago, I read the prequel, which was, uh, what's it called? The Kill Order? The Kill Order, yeah. yeah. I hated that book. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. I was hoping for more backstory from Thomas and Newt and Minho, and we get that story from, like, before their time. I was like, what? Oh, what? I mean, I didn't really like it either. Yeah, the characters were weird, and the plot was just really weird. And so, yeah, I wasn't a huge fan of that one. Um, I also thought the writing was just, yeah, I did not like it. Yeah. But So I don't remember if Scorch Trials and Death Cure kind of had that same issues, but I don't remember it having those issues. I remember enjoying Scorch Trials and Death Cure. The interesting thing about uh, this upcoming movie and, you know, you talked about how they changed the first one. Um, supposedly, the rumor is that a lot of Scorch Trials has been changed from the book. Um, apparently, yeah. like, the first half hour is completely different from the book. And I think, from what I understand, this is because they decided that they were going to sort of merge Scorch Trials and Death Cure and overlap the stories a bit. And so the next two movies are going to have little bits and pieces of both Scorch Trials and the Death Cure. Yeah, I, I don't know why they would do that, because the Scorch Trials, it has a lot of things happening there. So it could be, like, only a movie. I don't know why would they mix it or how they're going to do it. I don't know. It just, it's just, it feels off, you know? Well, at least for me, I don't know, for the rest of the guys. But for me, I love the books, but the movies are like, uh, okay, I'll watch them, but I know I'm not going to love it. See, I, I really liked The Maze Runner, and almost to the point where I think it might have been better than the book um, as, a, as a movie. Um, so I don't know. I'm kind of excited to see what they actually are going to do with the second one. I know they've done this before, so like for the Lord of the Rings trilogy, especially with the second and third ones, if you've read those yeah. books, they sort of... What is it? It's the, uh, the spider. And I think she's in Two Towers in yeah. the books. That's the first thing I thought of when I heard the news, actually. But I felt like it worked really, really well in the in the Lord of the Rings movies. So, I don't know. I feel like there's a chance that this could work out really well. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to, to see like uh, the cranks. I'm like really excited to see how they're gonna how what they're gonna look like on the movie. Because you mm -hmm. have like one one picture like on your mind, and then it's like completely different. So I'm really excited to see that. 
Definitely. They're, I think they're the big reveals, because like with the first one, everybody was really excited to see the Grievers, right? And yeah. <laughs> that was, for me, it was awesome when I saw them, because I was just like, I remember reading this book, and this is how I pictured them. And um, So yeah, the Cranks are the next kind of big thing that we're hoping to see. Hopefully it'll be really exciting. But I think at Comic-Con, supposedly at what they showed at Comic-Con, I think they showed, like, the first half hour of the movie at Comic-Con. But I think they... Did they also have a trailer there? I don't remember. I I don't think so. I, I think it was just, like, the, the the first 30 minutes. I don't remember they having the, the trailer. thought I read somewhere that something that they showed at Comic-Con uh, showed the cranks. So... Yeah, they said that they show it. They show the crates. So so that's good. So hopefully we won't have to wait long before another trailer hits the web. Well, uh, I think that's everything there is for Scorch Trials. Um, That movie's coming out in September, so we will definitely keep you updated on that. Um, The last thing we wanted to talk about, which is, for me, it's what I want to really talk about. I think everybody (laughs) else wants to talk about. And I could see Addie... Really, really excited yeah. <laughs> in the chat. So um, <laughs> let's start with The Hunger Games. It's Mockingjay Part 2, and there's been a lot of news surrounding this. Um, let's just start with the theatrical trailer that they released. I think it's been like a month or so now. So, Addy, why don't you go ahead and start? What do you think about the trailer for Mockingjay? I, when I saw the, the theatrical trailer, I was flipping out because... So I, you know, like, and the, I don't, I don't think it's really a spoiler because by now everybody should have probably already has already read all three books. So I'm gonna just gonna go with this one. Um, yeah, let's go ahead. Let's say if you're listening, <laughs> there are spoilers um, coming up for Mockingjay. So fair warning. You've been warned. Yeah. So go ahead. Um, uh, one of my favorite parts of the book is when, uh, ca- um, after the whole sort of war kind of ends and you know coin tells Katniss that she can kill snow I always I think and this is just I'm just I'm speculating but um there's a scene in sort of towards the end of the trailer where it's in the capital and Katniss is walking down like this long like walkway and there's like people of all like of all the districts like sort of crowding around and behind her and I'm just like, is this the part where she's going to kill somebody? Because I always <laughs> imagined it's like an indoor kind of thing. Because I think it's described like as an indoor thing um, in the movies. I mean, in the book, sorry. Well, that's how I, I kind of pictured it almost like in a stadium or arena type of... Not yeah, Hunger me too. Games arena, but like a stadium where <laughs> it's like outdoors but kind of enclosed. Yeah, sort of like, sort of like, like a greenhouse kind of thing, like a glass surrounding. I don't know why. But I was just like, is this where she's going to do it? So I'm, I'm super excited about that. Um, the part where it's like uh, they're all running away from, like, the black foam goo thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just like, it's so close. Are they really going to make it? I'm like, I know they're going to make it, but it just, like, keeps you, like, on the edge. Like, oh, my gosh. I'm like, I'm really looking forward to this movie. Um, I know Nina Jacobson, the producer... Yeah. She said that Francis Lawrence went to London last week, I think, or right after Comic-Con, uh, to work on the score. So that's something... I'm a really big, like, fan of the music of the 
of the movies. So I feel like Damon it, Howard does it, right? And he's... Yeah, he I listen it. probably to the Catching Fire and Mockingjay Part 1 score every day. I'm not <laughs> I listen to I, I had to awesome. study. That's like my study music. Like, all like the, like the Hunger Games trilogy score is my, my study music. But I'm, I'm super, super excited. I honestly cannot wait. From everything that I heard about the trailer at Comic-Con from friends and fans who were there... People started crying. They were like, they, they described it as epic and emotional. Those were the words that popped up everywhere that I looked epic and emotional. And apparently, um, so, uh, there was a fan who said they showed the lizard mutts. Yes. And oh, wait, that, I don't know if I want to see that yet, though. I don't know. Okay. He kind of gave a description. I don't know if you guys want to hear it or not. Or maybe she. Uh, like, yeah, like, I'm up for it. <laughs> so, I mean, it's coming out next week, so it's not like that big of a deal. But I, I don't guess. know. I'm still debating in my head if I'm actually gonna watch it. I've, <laughs> I've gotten to this point where I've kind of tried not to watch all the trailers and stuff that they put out yeah. for movies uh-huh. because I really enjoy. I used to be that way. I used to with the Harry Potter ones. Every time a new Harry Potter trailer would come out, I would watch it again and again and again. And now I'm just, I don't want to do that because I almost kind of want to be surprised when I go into the theater. Oh, no, I can't help myself. (laughs) (laughs) No, me either. I can't. (laughs) I can avoid. Well, go ahead. Uh, Michael, you can mute, I guess, if you don't want to take off your, you can take off your earphones if you want to hear, but uh, go ahead. Say what you wanted to say. The lizard mutts were described sort of like, like the Dementors from Harry Potter, but without cloaks and green. Interesting. Okay. So I'm just like, I don't know why. I, I always imagine like a velo- like a Velociraptor, like, you know, from like Jurassic World, <laughs> like like some like hulked out version of one. I don't know. That was what I thought about when I read the books, some like dinosaur looking thing. But that got me really excited. I just honestly can't wait to see how much they packed into three minutes. Yeah. Definitely. So, and you're talking about, in case, I don't know, did we mention? I think we did. But, yeah, you're talking about the trailer that's supposed to be coming out next week, which when this episode is released, um, which will probably be Thursday. If you're listening to this on Thursday, it will come out tomorrow. (laughs) And (laughs) otherwise, it's coming out today or it came out recently. <laughs> yeah, uh, the Comic-Con trailer got a lot of reaction, and I think everybody's... I'll probably watch that one. I'll probably watch <laughs> that one. That might be the last one that I watch. But um, definitely. What do you think, Michael? What do you think about what we've seen so far with Mockingjay, the new trailer, and the stuff that came out of Comic-Con? I'm just really excited. To be honest. I can't think of much to say about it. And oh, like you're, you're cutting out. You're going to have to say that last thing. part again. What? I think he just froze. Are you still there? Is he froze? Uh, you're frozen. <laughs> <laughs> he might have gotten disconnected. He might be connecting again. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> well, I think, Michael, are you back? Awesome. Well, we've got Michael back. Okay, Michael, do you want to try and say what you were saying again? Um, you were saying that Hunger Games was the first or last book series, something like that? That you read before the movies? I think one of the first series that I read from start to end came out 
playing a fall the movies as they came out. Like with Harry Potter, I read four or five, like after they'd already came out. So seeing the trailers for the third film was kind of sentimental to me. Okay, so what you were saying was that it was the first time you read a book series before the movies came out then? Yeah, well, it's like the first book. I read The Hunger Games just after it came out, and I read Catching Fire just after it came out, rather than reading them all at the same time, if that makes sense. Yeah, so what, what, so what I think you're saying is you read the book, like, the book before the movie came out, like, and but not all, be- like, not all three before the first movie came out? No, like, I read The Hunger Games, like, in 2008 when it came out. Oh, you read them as oh, they came out. Okay, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Got it. It's not <laughs> your fault. The internet connection's just, like, Yeah, it's kind of like putting you off, so it sounds, it sounds like we get, <laughs> we get sort of don't make sense, but make sense yeah. in a way. I wonder if it's, like, being so far away on the other side of the world. Yeah. I don't, you know. Maybe. <laughs> Well, we figured it out what you're saying now, but okay, that's really cool. Yeah, because I got to like have that experience with Harry Potter. What about you, Rebecca? What do you think about the new stuff we've seen from Mockingjay? Well, I'm really excited about the movie too. I'm a big fan of Hunger Games, and I'm really like trying to to not to get uh, too excited before time because we want to have to wait till November. But uh, like the first trailer. Uh, a heartbreak part for me was when Katniss is dancing with Prim. I'm like, oh my god, no, okay, I don't, I don't want to think about what comes next, you know. So I don't know what they're gonna yeah. show us in this next one, in this next trailer, because in the teaser trailer, like we didn't see anything new. It was just like the same thing, but I don't know what we're gonna see in the on the next one next week. So I'm like really excited for it, and. I really, really love this book. So, and I think this this movies are like one of the first. Uh, I don't know how to say it. Like, uh, they the, like the book. The movies are really close to the books, you know, the movie adaptation. So, I'm really excited for it. Yeah, they've done a pretty good job. I think, especially with Catching Fire, everything was yeah. like yeah. on point. And Mockingjay was. Mostly as well. I felt like they added things to Mockingjay, but yeah. honestly, I felt like the things they added are what made that movie good. So, yeah. um, they also released these new posters. So they had the character posters with the face paint, and the yeah. face paint was sort of done so that it's got the Mockingjay symbol on it, which yeah is kind of cheesy, but like also <laughs> they looked really cool. I don't know. <laughs> what did you guys think about that? I, I love those posters, but yeah, as you said, kind of cheesy, you know, kind of like, um, what? Because they've been doing that, like, uh, put the Mockingjay sign in the Eiffel Tower or in Mexico and all over the world, so I think I'm over it, you know? Yeah, I thought they were, at first I was just like, what? I'm like, this is a weird pattern. This just looks kind of weird, and then I looked, I'm like, oh, okay. I get it. Yeah. I think they were kind of cheesy, but at the same time, I want one with my face on it. Right? Yeah. I was kind of upset, because at Comic-Con, Lionsgate had a booth where you went there, they took your picture, and put the Mockingjay over your face. Oh, that was cute. <laughs> I was really upset. I couldn't get into Comic-Con to do just that. 
We should open up like a new app where you can do this. Bondbookstacks.com. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody did it on Twitter. <laughs> well, actually, one of the ones right after the day those posters came out, somebody tweeted one, and what they said was they forgot the, uh, oh my gosh, what's the name of the cat? I forgot the name of the cat. Buttercup? Oh, yeah, they forgot oh. the Buttercup poster again. Buttercup, yeah. <laughs> and somebody <laughs> had put it on the face of a cat. I was dying. Actually, I think I saw that. So, that one was pretty good. The other, so yeah, I think those, like, look really cool. Uh, they're a bit cheesy, though. Like, I think they work well as posters. I, w- I really hope we don't see any of that in the movie. Oh, no, I don't think so. I yeah. think it's just, Lionsgate has, I mean, I love the way they've been, you know, the movies have come out, but their promotion game kind of went downhill after Catching Fire. Really? Yeah. You think that? Yeah, because I remember for, for the first Mockingjay, they had that app where it was like, oh, like, find the Mockingjay on this, or like, because I, I remember I had that app, and then like you had it was it was really weird to use, and then you had to go buy like a Doritos bag to get the code or something, and then that that is if the code would work, and you could buy find like the schematics of like the District Thirteen bunkers, and I'm just like, what is this? And they okay. had, and so and then I think afterwards, I mean I think some of the promotion for the, for part two was pretty good because like like the three finger salute posters are like, like popping up. Like over, like literally overnight around the world. I thought that was pretty cool, but then it's we just get that, and then it's like nothing. Like I remember the first couple of years at the at the fan camps for the premieres, they had like all sorts of activities, meet and greets, and giveaways, and contests. And this, like for the first Mockingjay one, it's like oh, you went to Best Buy and saw the trailer on one of the tablets, and you got a pin, or a poster, and a free movie ticket. And that was about it. That's a fair point. I was going to say, though, like, I was really impressed with some of the stuff that they did because the other poster that came out was Katniss on the throne that President Snow's usually on in that, like, stunning red outfit. And I was going to say, like, this whole... I love that because from part one, you know, they were showing President Snow there and then they released the one where they destroy his statue and now it's Katniss sitting on there. And I love, like, the marketing itself was almost telling... It was telling a story... And it was reflecting the story that was going on in the actual movies and the books. So I thought that was, like, a really awesome idea. Yeah, that that was cool, honestly. Mm-hmm. Any other thoughts on the posters, even that, that new one with the throne? Yeah, I, about the, the one with the throne, I don't understand, like, the red outfit. Why? I don't understand the color, you know? Because she's always wearing like, black. And now red. I don't know why. Maybe it might have to do with you know the whole, you know, like throughout all the films, it's been like the theme of fire. Well, yeah. And I guess red looks better than orange. Well, you're right. <laughs> you're probably right. <laughs> I well, I mean, like the I like the mo- like I guess also like in the like in Catching Fire when they're going to District Eleven, the Mockingjay is painted on, but it's like in red, like the graffiti. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that might also like be like the whole like color scheme they're going with. I just think the red on white looks awesome. I don't know. I'm a big fan of the color scheme. That I mean, maybe using. maybe I'm reading too much into it, but like, you know, like okay, like the 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 throne was snows, you know, him in the white roses, but then like he bleeds from his mouth from all the secrets he has or something like that. Yeah. I'm probably reading way too much into this, but. 
Yeah. Go, I think. And we lost Michael again. Yeah, Michael is having internet problems, and he just sent me a message. He is not going to be able to complete the episode. <laughs> uh, okay. So, <laughs> we're happy to have had Michael. He had to leave early. So, it's too bad. <laughs> <laughs> but I think we basically went through everything that we had planned. So he was here basically for yeah. the entire show. Um, is there anything else anybody wants to say about Mockingjay before we start closing up? Well, I was kind of, I was, I mean, I was watching the the panel from Comic-Con and I started getting really sad because uh, when Jennifer was saying, you know, I think somebody asked her, I, um, if she was ready to say goodbye to Katniss. And she's like, well, I'm never going to say bye to Katniss. She's always going to be a part of me. And just like, I'm, I'm excited for this movie to come out. Like, super, super excited. But I'm also sad because it's like, it's the end of like, this like five-year journey that I've been part of. Like, fully part of. Because it's like the first time I was able to do all the fan things and be like this huge fangirl about it. Like, my mom never let me do anything for Harry Potter. So... <laughs> And so, I mean, and then I was I was seeing like following Willow on Snapchat, and I'm just like, I I met you when you were ten, like <laughs> ten, like you're fifteen now. This is insane. I'm like, I'm kind of sad that the the, the whole journey is gonna be over. But I'm super excited for this movie to come out. I mean, Francis Lawrence has done an amazing job with all of these yeah. films. He really has. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I felt the same way about Harry Potter. But, I mean, think of it this way. Once Mockingjay is over, we got Fantastic Beasts to take its place. So... Yeah, <laughs> yeah that is true. We need to find somebody who's, like, because pro- it's... I don't know. I'm thinking the premiere for that will probably be in New York, like the rest of the Harry Potter movies. Which, makes me, which I'm still bitter about. That's but. a great <laughs> reason to buy a ticket and hop over to New York, so... Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, this is the end, that, and that was the last time that Mockingjay Hunger Games was had a presence at Comic-Con, maybe, because there's yeah. still rumors about these spin-off movies, which I'm really not a fan of. Yeah, um, I don't think they're going to happen, honestly. Because I hope I mean, not. I think they asked Josh if he would like, you know, some kind of, like, prequel to the movies or something like that. Um, from Peter's point of view, and he's like, no. He was just like, so, he's like, Adam, and he's like, no. He's like, they're fine the way they are. Like, he's like, no. It's like, no prequels, nothing. But I think it would be interesting, like, to have some kind of, like, maybe, not, not, not a movie, but, like, a book with, like, more in-depth of Panem. Sort of like what J.K. Rowling, like, sort of, like, releases bits and pieces of the Harry Pottermore, Potter. You know? Not like, more like a book. Well, like, a ba- like more background story of, like, the whole, like, Pan Am universe, like... Like an encyclopedia. Sort of. <laughs> that would be interesting. Although, at the same time, one of the things I liked about The Hunger Games is that it doesn't really go into the background um, too much. It's just, it happened, and this is yeah. what we're dealing with. But that, it would definitely be interesting, because I think she has a lot of stuff. She probably has a lot of material that didn't make it into the books or the movies, yeah. so it's pretty yeah, cool. yeah. But I think we get closure, like with this with these books. I don't know. I, I don't. I'm no. I don't think I'll be interested in like reading something like with a prequel or something like that. For you me, know, like the the ending was was good. 
Yeah. yeah. The ending was appropriate for um, the way that, like, the whole storyline of the books. Yeah. I definitely prefer an encyclopedia, though, or a prequel to a theme park. for a Harry Potter <laughs> encyclopedia. That's what I, I want. Giving us I, movies, so I'm I'm totally content waiting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Watching the movies over and over till J.K. decides to give us an encyclopedia of the Harry Potter world. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's all there is about Mockingjay. Mockingjay comes out November 20th. Um, so we're counting down the days. That will be... I feel like that whole month will be awesome. I'm just really excited. Yeah, what is it like? Yeah. About about four more months, I think? Almost to the day? Is it? I don't know I, exactly. Yeah, four months. Yeah, Today's four more months. So about four months? Yeah, about four months. Yeah. Okay. I'm I think it'll come by a lot faster than... Oh, yeah. We're thinking. I, I, it feels like I went and saw Catching Fire in the theaters just the other day. <laughs> yeah. And it was really like two right. years ago. So. <laughs> cool. Well, I think uh, we've talked about everything we had planned to talk about. Um, before we close, just wanted to say that the podcast does have a new website that you can go check out. It's no longer bookmarked.seventhpage.com. You can just go to bookmarkedshow.com. Um, there's also a link, of course, on Bookstacked and all of the other network sites as well. Um, so you can go there. Also, please subscribe through iTunes. And something that would really, really, really help us out is if you left a review on iTunes, hopefully a good one, if you like it. <laughs> if you <laughs> like the podcast, leave a good review. That would really help us out a lot. That Stuff like that is gold uh, when it comes to podcasting. Yeah, I think that's everything. You can find us on Bookstacked, at Bookstacked, on Twitter, and now Bookstacked.com, no longer seventh page. Uh, do you guys want to tell everyone where they can find you guys at? Um, well, well, my Twitter is Rebe. That's why we call um, Rebecca's in Mexico, Rebe, R-E-B-E, 2781. That's my Twitter. That's where you can find me. Well, my Twitter is at Fearless Whovian, the way it sounds, no spaces, no funny letters, just Fearless Whovian. And mine is Saul Mark, S-A-U-L-M-A-R-Q. So yeah, uh, if Michael were still here, I don't know if he wants me to just share his on there, but you can go <laughs> to the Meet the Team page on Bookstack. <laughs> And I'm pretty sure he has it linked there. He also has a blog, I know, where he writes book reviews. Um, so if you go check him out on bookstacked.com, I'm pretty sure he's got all that stuff linked. Um, unfortunately, he could not be here with us for the end of the show. But uh, that's just the way technology works sometimes. Yeah. Any last words before we sign off? I just, uh, you know, leave us a review on, you know... And iTunes, if you listen to the podcast, you know, that would really help us out, like Saul said. Or, you know, just if you'd like or don't like something we said or did on, on the web page, you know, just leave us a comment or on, you know, on social media, let us know so how we can make this better for you guys. Yeah, there is a contact page too on the website, so you can send us feedback if you want. If you have an idea for a segment or something, we are all ears. So, um, I think that's it for today. 
And thanks for being here with us. And we will catch up with you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.